Hey guys, we're here to bring you another episode of the Gorilla Podcast, where we wrap up the events for September. And although it's not technically September right now, but you know, we'll we'll make do. So today on the show we have Hey Kage. Say hi, guys. Up, players. Hello. And we also have a special guest, Bizarro. Goodbye. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, Bizarro is one of our prominent members in the Reddit verse. Uh, he's been in and out of the Reddit as well, um, the subreddit that is. And he just joined the Reddit. Yeah. Like. Oh yeah. A week ago. <laughs> so, right. But he's but new- he's well known in the CC and Discord. I was an old man, and I hate had to instruct me how to do it. <laughs> well, there you go. So welcome to the community. And uh, so today on the agenda, we'll start with uh, getting to know Bizarro. And then we'll move on to the September character's impact on the meta. Uh, as per usual, we'll talk about the siege, um, what we thought about the Talia siege, uh, thoughts on the last-minute uh, raid that was dropped on us, uh, our 2D Tron topic for the month, and our thoughts on the October characters, uh, as well as uh, a little bit of follow-up announcements to last month announcements um, pertaining to the, the podcast. So... I guess let's jump right into it. Um, Bizarro, as we normally do with our guests, we would like to get to know you, uh, your history with comics and DC, and how did you get into DC? Sure. So it's probably surprising, but I didn't actually have a lot of comics growing up. Um, But what connection I did have to comics, I really heavily identify with DC Comics. And that's because I'm of the firm belief that a hero can only be as good as a villain. And let's face it, DC has better villains. So, um, but in around 2000 and something, a buddy of mine took me to San Diego Comic-Con. I wanted to meet Ray Bradbury, but it actually had a different effect and then that it got me really into comic books. And that's where I sort of got hooked was at at San Diego Comic-Con. So it's been like 13 years now, something like that, that I've really been into comic books. And I really identified with the Bizarro character a lot, hence the tag. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's awesome. So that would would that make you more of a a super a Superman family fan? I I actually like it all to be honest. It's just something yeah. about the Bizarro character. I find it. I, I would describe it as like a beautiful tragedy. Um, <laughs> you know, you know, like trying to figure out. You come into the world, you think you're one thing, and then suddenly you're realizing you're not what you thought you were. The, the concept of being a hero, but messing it up or not being accepted as a hero. And then I like the comical element of it, you know, that it's like it's not too comical where he's a joke, but it's enough to make it something really enjoyable. And it just really resonates with me. So I've been trying to, I've been drawn to that, but actually my favorite hero is Firestorm. So, oh, wow. Okay. That's a, that, that's a bit off the beaten path when I was thinking about Bizarro. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. So then would you consider, um, this is actually a semi-controversial topic for people in the Superman family fanatic pool, uh, Bizarro is a villain or a hero? I don't think he's either. And I think that's what I like so much about the character is trying to put people into categories. You know, we know in real life that's not the way mm-hmm. that it is. You can catch somebody in a good moment, catch somebody in a bad mm-hmm. moment. And that's a lot of what Bizarro is to me, is it's like he's really trying. And if you watch the animated series, there were moments where he saves Lois and Superman. There's moments where he's fighting for the bad guys. Mm-hmm. So, and to me, that's more realistic portrayal of the way somebody is than right. some of the other stuff out there. 
Kind of reminds me of Catwoman in that regard. Uh, yes. Selena Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great answer, though. Uh, that's very up to date with today's standards, I guess. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, it's interesting because the character's been around for decades, right? So yes. You wouldn't, you wouldn't think of it as something that would hold true, but it is. It's something that probably one of the things in comics history that has that holds true all the way until now. That's great. Awesome. So, uh, what about DCL? How'd you get into this game? Uh, so I, I was teaching in Miami and I was really bored one night and I started searching through the Google play store and I came across it and I thought this looks really cool. Mm -hmm. And, and who know, who knew that that one decision would make such a big impact on my life because, <laughs> you know, with everything that's gone on since then, uh, it really like I had no idea at that time, but it, it's really I enjoy the game a lot. Um, okay, but it was just happenstance. Okay, this game's all right, I guess. <laughs> is your <laughs> is your favorite uh, character in this game also Firestorm, or is it a different character? You know, I, I after playing the raid, I gotta say I think Reverse Flash's kit is so unbelievable, and and the reason I think that is not only because of the abilities, but just how much it really captures the lore of the character. Some mm -hmm. of the characters to me are a little bit off in that they don't capture the real uh, story behind the character, but especially the move where he goes back in time and heals time himself paradox. is just incredible to me. Yeah, time, exactly paradox. time paradox. Time paradox was the most flavorful move when I saw it too. Like I thought that this is perfect. He, he, you actually see him like jump back into the speed force and jump back in or er, jump back out again. Exactly. That looks really cool. I've never seen okay. its likeness in the game. Yeah. Like the only similar thing to me is to turn in terms of an animation and a move is Wally West Flash, the uh, the Iron Flash move where he basically looks like he's running off a cliff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's, that's a bit of a, a foreshadowing, but you know. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so uh, in any case, all right, great. Thanks for your answers and good to know you. So let's get into this month's characters. So. What do you guys think about Man, Bat, and Talia for September's uh, impact on the meta? Let's start with uh, Hate. Well, I don't think Talia is going to have a huge impact on the meta, but I do like her a lot. She's, you know, one, she's a really fun character, especially because a lot of people really hated on her at first. But I don't, I don't know if we're going to see a big impact. I do think Man, Bat might have a larger impact on the meta. I'm surprised I haven't seen a ton of him yet. But he's like the only character in the game I'm actually afraid when I see him. So mm -hmm. he he does he's so good on defense. He's very good on offense, but he's a he's a good character. I think we might. I think at, at some point we're going to see him have a prominent role. I don't know if necessarily today's yeah. that day, but I think over time we will. Alrighty. Uh, <clears throat> what do you think about um, Suicide Squad, Deadshot, and? Killer Croc. Uh, Killer Croc, I'm not a fan personally. He's an RNG based character, and you know how that goes for me. But <laughs> uh, Suicide Squad Deadshot, I he I really like him, and I think he you'll see him. I don't think he's going to be like on every team like some of the characters, but I think you'll see him on. I think he'll have a place. He'll be on and off teams. I've been playing with him a lot with Silver Banshee, and I really like that pairing. And I I think we'll see more and more of him as time progresses because I feel like we're slowly inching towards a disease or bleed style meta uh -huh. at some point. I think if the game ever eventually takes the next step where we move on to gear 12, which will happen eventually, I'm sure. Um, could be a year or two years from now. 
I could see those characters having an even more prominent role because they're mm-hmm. just what they can do over the long term of the battle. Because Man Bat really like turn threes when he starts to get scary, even with yeah. Hal Jordan. Just to piggyback off what you just said about the disease meta or the bleeds being more important in the future, uh, with the rework of uh, Silver Banshee that we know of, so the disease matters uh, has been added onto her kit. I was a little bit disappointed that she didn't get turned into a disease character. Rather, they kept her bleeds, right? Would that be too powerful? Imagine if her basic was like, instead of bleeds, it was disease. I don't think it'd be too powerful, but I think... um... I would have liked to seen that as well. I think she's she's kind of at a good spot. She seems really good. I've been using her a ton with Red Hood and Suicide Squad Deadshot, and those those two yeah. characters seem to proc her nonstop, which is awesome. Yeah, and we'll, we'll talk about her a little though. bit later too. Yeah. So, uh, Kage, what do you think about the the characters for this month? I think they're all great. They're all very unique in their own way. Um, Now we're losing you, Kage, bad. And Talia took me a lot of warming up to do, uh, especially because... Yeah, it's really choppy. It's really choppy there, Kage. We can't hear anything you're saying, Kage. (laughs) I think it's a Redditor's burst type of thing. You might want to close the app and come back in. Yeah. Okay, well... Okay, Kage, we'll come back to you. I'll ask Bizarro, and then we'll come back to you, Kage. All right, my bad. Uh, Okay, Bizarro, what do you think about the September characters? So I have to be honest, I was <clears throat> really resistant to Man Bat because um, I'm not a bleed character or uh, disease character kind of player. But oh. I have to say, oh, after no. I got him to oh. this... Can you hear me now? Sorry, yeah, okay. okay. All right, uh, sorry, Bizarro, you were saying? After I got him to 7011 for the raid, I, I have to say I really like him. Um, he's a really good character. Uh-huh. The only I only have two issues with Manbat. Um, the first is that I think he should have himself been immune to to disease, um, and not to get all nerdy and technical. But if if he's a carrier of the disease, uh-huh. either either he would be dying slowly from it in the process in the during the match, or he's immune to it. And so uh-huh. I think he should have immunity to disease. Uh-huh. My other problem with disease is just I have the same problem that hate mail does is. I have terrible RNG. And so trying to track how disease is spreading in the background to me is an absolute nightmare. But, but yeah. other than that, I really like him. Mm-hmm. Um, with Talia, you know, I, I'm not sure what Talia offers me beyond what I already have in, say, characters like Manta or, um, you know, other evade characters. And I have to say, I am definitely not an evasion character player. I am all evasioned out. I almost quit the game over <laughs> when I saw Wally West kit. Um, but thankfully, I didn't. But I, I'm just all evaded out. I, I don't pay to watch each other. People miss each other. Ooh, so you might not be a, a fan of the October characters. We'll talk about that in a bit. <laughs> I'm back. So, can you hear me now? Yeah, we can hear a bit better now. Much yeah, better? OK. <laughs> are you on are you on Wi-Fi or did you switch to cellular? No, I've I've been on cellular. Oh weird. Then go talk to your carrier. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, I'll say I'll say real quick that uh mm-hmm. these characters took a lot of warming up for me to do, especially with uh Deadshot and Talia. But um mm-hmm. after after you know discussing things with hate, I actually do like these characters a lot more now. Um 
I don't know if they, 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 Oh, there we go again. Have, we lost him. Have, have he was so good. Up, but I think Man Bat <laughs> will be someone to keep an eye on later down the road. <laughs> Uh, actually, you got better. It got better right now. Right. But this is, this you, you right need there. to invest in a Wi-Fi router. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah. right. So okay. <laughs> All right. It's weird when you when you're not talking about the topic, you sound better than when you, <laughs> when you are talking about the topic. That's it's because like, we not even talk at all. That's because like, we have a we have a celebrity in the audience, so it has to fail. <laughs> of course. Uh, yeah, for for those of you guys who are who are not uh, live listening live, Stanner is listening in on our podcast live on Discord. So you guys can be awesome like Stanner and everyone else here and join us live on the show. Maybe so, Stanner on the podcast one day. Yeah, we've asked. I don't. They're not allowed. The WB employees. Oh, okay. All right. Well, let, let's dudes don't allow them. Let, let's get the ball rolling. I mean, let's keep the ball rolling. Rather, um, in terms of the September characters for me, uh, Man Bat and Talia. I haven't really played much with Talia. I was basically carrying her along as a dead man in my alliance missions. I wasn't too impressed with her kit. Wasn't really a fan. Uh, man Bat. I'm I'm more of a special damage character, so I wasn't too into Man Bat. But I did like the disease aspect of his kit and part of um, uh, the siege. Um, he really brought a lot to the table, even though he was gear ten for me. So he did. He did do enough that he... The thing about bleed and disease in general is that even if you're not very high geared, it doesn't really matter because their damage is based on true damage, their percentage based. So uh, regardless of how much actual physical damage you're doing to the character, the diseases will still do what they're intending to do. So that's why characters uh, that have tons of bleeds or tons of diseases like uh, Man Bat and uh, Captain Adam for right now, uh, they do hold their weight, even even though they might be undergeared. If you're fighting against you know higher geared characters, so I really do like that aspect and that play to the game. So for those uh, newer characters out there who are, or sorry, there's newer players out there who are looking to get into high level PvP but are struggling to to gear up your characters, maybe consider focusing on uh, bleed and disease as a way to get into higher level PvP. But I also think Manbat has so much XP, uh, so much oh, energy yeah. that. You can use him early because he'll live. Right. And if you get his legendary upgrade where he's uh, immune to crit, uh, critical damage, he's just a super tank at that point. He basically becomes like Cyborg Super, who we'll also talk about later. Um, one question Joker had was um, mm -hmm. he was curious about Talia. The mm -hmm. one thing I noticed is that it seemed like a lot of people were trying to pigeonhole her into evasion teams or different team types. She does pair well with bleed teams, but I kind of feel like she's more plug and play than people give her credit for. I tend to open mm -hmm. with her purge more than anything, or her steal, I mean, and her, mm -hmm. because that, that's really the strength of her ability. I tend not to use her basic, except later in matches. I liked her paired with Suicide Squad Deadshot. I liked her paired with... Um, she actually pairs kind of interestingly with Siren. She pairs well. She does work well in the back roll of Asian-style teams, but she doesn't really rely on it. I like Black Canary lead with her, but I mainly find her to be more plug and play in the groups. I'll just use her purge and then I use her heal immunity to get rid of plop of characters like Bane or Swamp Thing. She can one shot. Uh, I had her, and granted mine is level 80 maxed out, but she will one shot an RB2 level 80 Swamp Thing with her her three. And she applies that heal immunity always. So that's, that's I find yeah, it to that, be extremely useful. 
just adding on to hey, I made the mistake of uh, running her on pure evasion or pure bleed teams. Don't do that. She she self synergizes, so just kind of run her with whatever team. Just you mm-hmm. know, experiment. So she could slot in anywhere, basically, is what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, it's nice to have a partner um, that she can enable. So she can mm-hmm. enable Black Mana. She can enable some of the other uh, mm-hmm. characters, but she doesn't really need to be on those teams. She seems to work well on her own. Okay, that's fair. Um, so in terms of Suicide Squad, Deadshot, and Killer Croc for me, they fall into the same category as I was just talking about Man Bat, um, especially with the rework to Suicide Squad, Deadshot, now making him a bleeder. It makes him a lot more potent than he was before because now every time he gets hit, he's putting bleeds on the ca- the, the character that's hitting him. And that's the, and it's not just a it's not an insignificant amount of bleeds. It's a ton of bleeds. So again, if you're going with that strategy of trying to fight above your weight class, characters like Suicide Suicide Squad Deadshot are probably characters you want to invest in because they do they do hold their own fairly well, even at lower gear levels. So um, otherwise, what do you guys uh, think about that before we move on? Anything else to add? I'm not sure which one of you mentioned it, but I. I don't, I'm not sure I find that Deadshot's kit follows his character lore. I'm, I'm not uh, sure how staring at somebody bleeds them. I, I guess I'm still trying to figure it out. He's got laser beam eyes. <laughs> don't overthink it, man. Just take it. Laser beam eyes. I mean, I've given somebody a death stare before, but they never bled, bled from it. You're just not staring hard enough. <laughs> pew pew lasers. <laughs> All right, anyways. Let's move on to the Siege talk. So what did you guys think about the Talia Siege uh, this month? Let's start with Bizarro. Uh, I, am, I have to say I enjoy Siege. It's one of my favorite in the game, uh, modes in the game. Uh, I was very upset when I saw those packs being sold at the beginning, um, yeah. as many of you were too, I think. Um, I don't spend on Siege, but it seems to be the one place that I do very well in spite of not spending. Um, but I really enjoyed it this month. Uh, all right, all right then. So uh, I know what hate, how hate feels about this. Let's move to Kage first. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Well, yeah. besides the siege sale, because that really was not motivating. But I surprised myself inching my way into the top six and the. Uh, Turns out not a lot of people mm-hmm. really bought those packs. So, Gan Kage. Here's hoping. Oh, man, Kage. We don't even hear the gibberish anymore. Okay, come hey, around hey. again and sell those Siege energy packs, right? Oh, I might right. as well just leave. Wait. I might as well. All right, Kage, what's your carrier's name? I'm going to write them some hate mail. <laughs> <laughs> I might he as used to have good. He got a new phone, and now he's. we don't hear him. That's crazy. Uh, this is the power of uh, iPhone 11, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, anyways, you were saying? <laughs> okay. I guess he can't be saying. <laughs> we can't yeah, we were. All we're right. Awesome. Let's move on. Oh, man. All right. So, hey, what did you think about the siege? Um, I hated everything about the siege. I hated. I didn't like the characters because they weren't that. I mean, some of them are okay, I guess. But. Um, the sale just ruined it for me. So I didn't compete for World Finest, so that kind of took all the joy out of it. Then I did kind of competed for Top 20. And then, yeah, it was a really boring month. So I'm cautiously optimistic that the sale won't be repeated based on all the negative feedback. 
So I'm looking forward to this month. So let's just move Alrighty. on. <laughs> so. so, I mean, I think that a lot of the community sort of backlashed in the same way that you did regarding the, the sale. And so that would have been great without the siege energy. I would okay, have gobbled right. it up like candy. And we, we were pretty vocal on how this how we felt about the siege. I mean, the sale. At least you guys were when we when we released the podcasts for that following that, right? And the thing about the thing about that is that um, if we take from how we reacted to raids previously and how they they sort of touched up on raids for the lot the ones that just passed, hopefully they'll follow suit with the feedback we gave them for siege, and then we won't have a repeat of that next or this month. So, but I mean, you know, we'll just cross our fingers for now. We don't know exactly. But uh, for me, this siege was fun, quote unquote, because I got to play with Constantine, Chemo, and Baby Lobo. <laughs> so uh, let's just let's just say that you're a bit better. You're still a bit choppy, but we'll make do. Okay. Um, all right. So, anyways, um, when I was saying because I was playing with Baby Lobo, Constantine, and Chemo, my revenge battles were a lot more entertaining than everything else because I didn't have to care about deaths. So this is, again, something that, I don't know, is it, is it something that I'm doing to exploit the system, or is it just because it's, it's part of the system that I'm just taking advantage of it? You know, what, where, where does this fall, right? Because I'm playing with a full 10-point uh, team on, and only doing revenge battles and getting as maximum, the maximum amount of points I can. So is that bad? Cheese with it for my revenge battles as well. I'm not the only thing I'm not excited about next seeds is Constantine again. I'm like, come on, guys, why Constantine <laughs> of all people? Dude, but, he's yeah, so dude, fun to use. He's so fun. Yeah, fun, quote unquote. I mean, I love him. I personally <laughs> love him, but then I'm a fan of the cheese. So, <laughs> anyways, so I mean, there that is what it is. So. Uh, I guess uh, we we set our piece on the the siege and hopefully the uh, the siege the energy sale doesn't repeat itself. Uh, in I have one quick question, if you don't mind. Sure. I, I'm just curious how many of the daily packs you guys buy when you play the siege. Eight? Close to zero. Oh, if you're competing for world's finest, you have to buy every day. Like there's yeah. you you have zero chance if you don't buy every day. Yeah. The I, only I have... time I buy one is if I'm maybe a few places out of a certain rank and uh, buy it on the last day i have literally never bought a single pack uh, since the beginning of the larfley siege but this might be an exception this time around considering who's the character again uh eclipso no specter it's eclipso it's eclipso mm -hmm. yeah i really like eclipso's kit i mean i like i like the special damage characters in general so i might want to get close as close as i can to rb1 so we'll see you're crazy man <laughs> but we'll see we'll see i'm I'm not gonna commit to that but i might we'll see um okay so let's talk about let's talk about the the last minute raid for this month what do you guys uh first what do you guys think about the lack of information and how it was sort of dropped on us let's talk about that first uh, i wish i really wish wba would be a little more transparent with what they're doing like i understand the psychology aspect of making a surprise you know, making it a pleasant surprise, but I mean, people are like, you know, rushing to gear their characters last minute, and they're like, oh no, I gotta gear Ross Al Ghul, and I hate this character, kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Alrighty. I mean, hey, what do you think about the last minute uh, drop? 
It never bothers me because I already have everybody geared, so mm-hmm. not like I have to prepare. So I, I don't pay any attention to that, to be honest with you. All right. But I mean, in terms of the info, like how, how, like think about how soon we had this raid following the last raid. Because before it was like, what, months apart, right? Now, and then they're just like, oh, here's the next raid. Like literally within a month later. Well, I don't remember what the wasn't there something in the early announcement that there was going to be something or we didn't. Oh, really? I, I don't. I don't remember. Honestly, I have no idea. Okay, fair I, I, once the siege was off, I kind of tuned out for the month for a little while, and so I really okay. don't know. Well, that's fair enough. Uh, Bizarro, what do you think about uh, the last minute drop on us? I mean, I certainly want time to prepare, but the way I took it was it was almost like an apology raid. Um, hey, we we fixed our problems. Now have fun. And I did. Oh, yeah. And on that topic, this raid was by far the best one they've done so far, with the exception of the hackers, which they did address. So I'm going to give them big kudos for addressing it. Uh, Granted, it was kind of last minute. And I understand that they were working on improving. As as Reeves told us to share, they were improving their hack detection system throughout that raid and they're taking action and we'll have better action for the next raid so um, that's great news one thing i'd like to see them do and this was actually suggested to me by one of my officers is i don't understand why they don't just delay payouts of all tournaments if they know they end on the weekend when they're not there i don't mind waiting a day and i don't know if others would mind waiting a day to have a more fair payout once these hackers are removed that's a good idea. I mean, normal PvP ends on Monday. I I don't know when this new siege ends. I don't know when it starts either. I'm I'm lost on that one. But um, if it ends on a Sunday, that is dangerous. So uh, yeah, you're it right. On Sunday. I and know they so do the ones where like Red Hood this month ended on a Sunday, and there were lots. I know of the. In the I, kn- I know those always end on Sunday, but um, the yeah. siege. But Siege, I mean, Siege is kind of hard. It's not like somebody can just suddenly come out of nowhere and become first. So that one I'm not too worried about, I guess. It could be addressed earlier. I mean, the thing about the timing of all of this is that it's either you're going to run it during the weekdays, or if you run over the weekend, you have to have someone there during the weekend, right? Or you could have it at the very worst, the best compromise would be have it end on Monday morning. Like Pacific time. Well, right? I think Bizarro has the great idea. Just delay the payout for everything. That, that I mean, that solves everything. Yeah, okay. It allows you to have the tournament on the weekend when people are home, and then mm-hmm. you can also address hackers if you need to. Okay, it's a great idea. It gives you the best of both worlds. So that means that people, I mean, it, people will just have to wait. But you're going to get if you, as long as you're not hacking, you're going to get what you're going to get. Just be patient. That's all. It's just the next day. I mean, it's not that big a deal. Yeah, that's right. All right. I mean, that makes sense then. Uh, okay, well, let's let's move on to the actual contents of this raid. Now, I'm going to be honest with you because I was in the process of moving. I think I've played maybe about less than a half a day's worth <laughs> of raiding. Um, but what did you guys think about the raid? I know a lot of people were saying that there are uh, a vast amount of improvements compared to the last one. And Hate was pretty vocal about that. So why don't we start with Hate? Um, overall, I mean, I don't find the actual raid itself super compelling or fun it's not exactly what i want a raid to be but in the current iteration i did find myself enjoying this one a little bit especially towards the end um like the the, i don't remember what raid it was when it was like a horrible grind of 500 million i like as soon as i hit 
what I needed to hit and the alliance was looks like it was in a good spot, I was like, okay, I'm checked out. But this one I actually played all the way until rollover and was helping some other alignment mates clear out some bosses at the end. So I actually did kind of enjoy that. The rewards were good. I was a little disappointed to see they lowered the rebirth tokens for the top alliance a little bit. But the 30,000 gems is still amazing. And I hope they tune it down just a little bit. I think four days is a little too long. Maybe decrease it by a day or two. But overall, this raid was pretty glitch-free, which I thought was great. They re- they put MVP back in. Um, if there's significantly less hackers next time that are st- not stealing the big bosses, kind of felt like it was in a really good place. Um, so I really don't want them to spend a ton of time changing raids again. Um, and just I'd rather see other new content that's now that I see that they have the capability of doing like communal bosses and everything, I'd rather see some harder, less time consuming content on some other new game mode. Leave the raids are the way they are. Do it once a month. I mean, I had so many XP meta agents that I can take just from this raid because I really didn't have hardly any. Um, I could take both Spectre and Eclipso to level 80 and still have a ton of XP meta agents left over. Wow. So okay. I mean, it, <laughs> so you were really grinding hard. You know, it got to the 500 million, which I didn't go too insane to get there. And I mean, granted, I spent a ton of time grinding the alliance boss because we were in the heated race with UGLA. Um, but yeah, overall, I mean, I felt like it was. It's. I don't really think there's really any other major adjustments they need. They gave legendary essence on the the big bosses, which were really nice. I don't know how much I have because I can't see. It's one thing they really shouldn't allow you to see how much legendary essence you have if you don't have any characters that aren't L5. That would be kind of nice, but that's fine. First world problems, I guess. Alrighty. So uh, how did, how did you guys finish actually? Yeah, the Court of Owls versus the U, uh, the UGLA or UC. We were uh, we. We got world we finals. We like 150 million or, or something. Yeah, but I think they kind of gave up early on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. No, they were pushing hard that morning. And, and then uh, everyone was like, dude, push. I'm like, oh, my God. So here, here's the thing. I really don't like the Alliance raid uh, leaderboard because uh-huh. it, there's no point. There's really no point. <laughs> it's just, hey, how many bosses can you kill in like, you know, 70, 82 hours? And no one really cares about that. So I really wish if they would just give everyone like 15k and just you know have your alliance kill 300 bosses over the weekend and call it good hmm. or something you know i actually just wish the boss was more strategic it wasn't just a grind like it was more difficult i mean it was fun trying to come up with comps to kill them faster yeah like, i think we came totally. up with a we, we came up with a, a really cool one like in the last like four hours but um <laughs> of course it was like already decided by that point we came up with a much better comp but it, uh, <laughs> and that was M4, the sensei who came up with that. But the, he's, um, he's the master of making auto comps. He <laughs> really is. Part but of the reason the, we got as high as we did is I figured out that for the red Necron, running reverse flash by himself, I could beat one in 40 seconds by myself. Oh, really? oh nice. Huh. Yeah, that's how we caught up because um, we were down in the teens. And when I and I ran him as a joke, actually thinking, let me see how this works. And it worked so beautifully. I told everybody in my alliance to do it. And we started knocking out red Necrons left and right. And before I knew it, we were back in the top 10. Because he gets more turns right that way. Yes. Speeding through. Yeah. How much damage are you doing? Necron never goes again. 
Um, I was doing th either three million or one million a hit. I, I actually have a video. On I mean, it, per turn, of like. Oh, I, I was finishing him by myself uh, wow, in, in 40 seconds. I was soloing. Wow. wow. That's interesting. Yeah, well, and I, I, and I actually kept myself out of top 10 so nobody would see what I was doing. <laughs> Bizarro, what's your YouTube channel? I want to see it. <laughs> uh, it's just Bizarro with the R backwards, which makes it hard to find because unless you've got a Russian <laughs> keyboard, you can't type that in. But I'll send you a link. All right, cool. This, put a link in the um, Gorilla Contest chat channel. you get a chance. Okay. And we'll and we'll try and put them in the show notes as well when we uh, when we release the podcast. Because I would love Thank to see you. that as well. Yeah. So for everyone here uh, listening to the show, we'll try and if, if possible clip that video as well uh, to put it into the the video version of this on YouTube. Um, otherwise, we'll also put uh, Bizarro's uh, link to his YouTube channel there, so you can see the actual video itself. Um, okay. Just don't have expectations of my content. <laughs> All right. So um, what we're we gonna say here. So about the actual raid itself, I guess most of us were saying like it hasn't really changed in terms of its actual content, but they have ironed out things that people didn't like. Um, is there anything that you guys want to see like either come back or improved upon, um, like something that has that was in a previous raid and that that is no longer there, or something that we think still is still missing and they need to add in? Fun. Would, would you mind if I start with this one? Oh yeah, sure. Go ahead. Thank you. Uh, so, I, you know, the negatives for me were, first of all, like the character selection where if you're not going to allow bleeds and disease to go on a raid boss, what's the point? Um, and I, I thought that was rather odd. Um, the, I, I really miss the void scanner spins. I'm, I'm probably in the extreme minority on that one. But one thing I really want to see... Your anniversary is coming up. You might get 30 of them soon. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I, one thing I would like to see changed is the legendary boss sharing is, and, and I think the way it should work is I should get one attempt at the legendary boss by myself without interruption. And I noticed I see other people doing damage before I had even finished one match. And then I think I should be allowed to share with my alliance one time before anybody outside of my alliance is allowed to attack. And then once that happens, it can go outside my alliance. And that allows, that allows those who are putting more into the raid to get more out of it and to see more reward uh, mm -hmm. for attacking the boss. And I think it would minimize that one hit and out syndrome because yeah. we earn more as an alliance. That makes sense. So you basically want more control of how you're sharing things, right? Yes. I mixed feelings about that because sometimes your weaker alliance mates that can't finish off bosses do the share and then your board has like 16 bosses that have like 12 life and you don't want to fight them. Well, we were trying to time the release of ours so that we didn't have that problem. Um, that way we could attack one all at once. And, but there were so many other people from other alliances getting in. We couldn't, couldn't do enough to justify it, keeping attacking it as an alliance. I'm talking about like the level 90 or level, you know, like level 90 yes. characters and stuff. People that are level 70s couldn't finish them in one go. So then I, at one point I had two different alliance mates, which, you know, no, no fault on theirs, but when they couldn't completely finish them, they'd share them out to the public, but then it would like, at one point I had 16 on my board and I couldn't spawn bosses because I had so many. Yeah. And what I was saying would only be limited to legendary bosses in that sharing method. Okay. Yeah, no, that'd be good. And then I yelled at my alliance mates. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
I should have just cleared him. I was being a bad teammate. Okay. I had to have the I had the opposite problem. I had to keep yelling at mine to please let me know when you're posting one. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, all right. I mean, any other things to add about the the raid before we move on? I I, I, I wanted to say I agreed with I agreed with hate that I was sad to see the the rewards for alliance go down a little bit. Uh, I know that was counterbalanced by better rewards for uh, your finishing position as an, a solo player, but did miss those rewards as an alliance. And and I look, I, I, I got to say, I am so proud of my teammates. I, I don't know if I'm supposed to be able to say this on here. But I am so proud. I've never no, been can. so Go happy to get third in my life. Give it, well, if you want to give a shout out to your alliance or to anyone else, um, go ahead. Any, any, anyone you want to say hi to? No, I, I, I mean, I would really like to say thanks to my officers. That includes Maddie Bow 23 uh, Batzaro, and Galahad. Hmm. Uh, they really helped me a lot. Uh, and all the guys who were hitting the boss, sending me screenshots of damage. I, like I said, I've never been so thrilled about third place in my life. What, what's your alliance name, by the way? Bizarre's number one alliance. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, okay. So, all right, let's move on to uh, the October characters and 2D Trons topic, because I'm going to put these together since they kind of... Um, are the same thing. So we're going to talk about the October characters being previewed, um, which were uh, Eclipso and Spectre as our new characters, and then rework characters being Cyborg Superman and Silver Banshee. Now, 2D Tron's topic for this month, he's moving away from the uh, usual, um, how is this character like in the meta, because he's doing his own thing on YouTube. You guys can follow 2D Tron as well on YouTube. But his question instead for this month was, what are our thoughts on Eclipso being basically a copy and pasted version of Harley Quinn Mad Jester, but slightly tweaked. And then also how will characters with similar kits, but different affinities affect the meta or gameplay overall. So again, like just to repeat, if you guys haven't already seen the, the kit previews, um, go check out uh, WP, WB's uh, official community center post and the Reddit post uh, done by Reeve. Reeves on that. You can see that Eclipso is kind of evasion based and retaliates on uh, misses, right? So let's just jump onto that. First, let's talk about Eclipso. What do you guys think about Eclipso? Let's start with uh, Kage. Can you hear me? Let's try. Yes. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been... So I, 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 don't, I don't like to play with meta characters that much, so I kind of feel like ashamed when I play Donna Troy or Wonder Girl. <laughs> Even though sometimes it's like necessary, but you like I do, I really do. That's my justification. But uh, I do think to myself sometimes, I'm like, you know, it'd be nice to have a blue toner that's not as crappy as Shazam, but isn't meta like Donna Troy. And I feel like Eclipso could fit the book or fit the bill. So mm -hmm. I'm kind of excited for his kit. Mm -hmm. All right, fair enough. I'm in the same boat as Kage. I was I was excited for a a blue taunter, so that's good. Uh, hey, what do you think about Eclipso? Um, I think he's gonna be a very good character, but I'm not excited for more evasion characters in the slightest. Uh -huh. The only one nice thing about him is Higher Gun Deadshot's just gonna one shot Eclipso every time, so that probably will solve that problem, no problem. But I mean, <laughs> oh, we see plenty. Yeah, but I mean. Hargunacha doesn't miss. 
he'll one shot her with that full. But I don't want to have to use Hired Gun Deadshot and a bunch of teams again. I don't miss running Hired Gun Deadshot, Brainiac combo teams like we did before we had Hal Jordan. But Hal Jordan should do the trick still too, just not as good. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I'm not real excited for Eclipso, but I have a feeling he's going to be a very good character. All right. Bizarro, what do you think about Eclipso? I, I echo a lot of what Hate just said. I'm I'm not a fan of uh, evasion characters. I don't go to a baseball game to watch people swing and miss at pitches. I go and see him hit the ball. So I, you know, I don't get excited about that. And I, I do think he'll be fodder for Red Robin, and I do think he'll be fodder for um, for Higher Gun Deadshot. The one thing I couldn't see in my um, in my game was because I don't have him open yet. Is does he have a turn zero taunt? Right. He has a turn zero taunt. I think you have to get an okay. upgrade for that. He's basically he Harley Quinn, but Mystic. Yeah. And he can throw he it down. He doesn't have enraged, though, right? Yeah, I think he does. He does. Oh, he does? oh God. Yes. <laughs> Zero time with a rage. He, it's like, he, mm. he kind of makes me feel like they're, they're not putting a lot of thought into new characters. It, it, oh. it just seems redundant. It, I mean, it so obviously he, was on purpose because he kind of has his adjuster cap. They, I think they wanted him to be. I mean, he's basically yeah. if Harley Quinn and Scarecrow had a baby. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. Well, that is what it is. So, then, so now the the second part of Tritichon's question was the idea of having these type of characters being different affinities. And imagine, so can you think of another character that's a staple in the game and bringing in a carbon copy of them in another affinity? Let's go with, what's what's a good character? Imagine a green Wonder Girl. (laughs) That would be horrifying. (laughs) A blue power girl? She better be an Amazon. Okay, <laughs> but I mean, what, what? How do you think this would affect the meta and gameplay? If you're just taking characters and then uh, basically slotting them into different affinities, how? What happens then? I think you're going to see exactly what we're going to see with Eclipsos. You're going to see Harley Quinn and Eclipso on every team together okay. because they they do mesh well together. I mean, Batgirl, Eclipso, Harley Quinn is going to be a very common team because it's going to be. You're going to have to deal with both of them at the same time, which is going to be usually it's not too bad. You can run Hal Jordan, deal with Harley Quinn, but then now you got another evader who's got heavy amount of eights. So I, I think, and then if there's a, a Wonder Girl version, you're just going to see three or four of them on the same team if it's a, an OP type of character. So you're basically saying we're going to be seeing a lot of Batgirl, Eclipso, Harley Quinn, Wonder Girl. I, I'm sure. Oh, God. Well, uh, <laughs> well, we saw a lot of Donna so Troy. Excited. We saw a lot of the Donna Troy Wonder Girl Batgirl teams for a while, and that kind of yeah. But Hal Jordan slowed it down. But now with a Mystic version of Harley Quinn, you're not going to be able to run a Hal Jordan lead. You're going to have to run Higher Gun Deadshot. Then that means you're going to have to run Brainiac to avoid getting enraged. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how things pan out. I don't think it'll be that bad. 2DTron was saying the fix to that is Superboy, but the problem with Superboy is that Eclipso is a mystic, which is sort of like, this is getting back onto 2DTron's actual topic. Uh, the fact <laughs> that he makes a very good point. Background scale, coincidence? I think not. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's a very good sale, too. It's one the, the 6,000 for 150 gems, I think it is. So, yeah. Maybe I so, should rebirth. Okay. Jeez. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, here, here's the problem. Right. So then if you're bringing Superboy, for example, or a character like Hal, uh, Hal Jordan to deal with characters like um, Harley Quinn, Magister, uh, because of the 
the way his kit performs and they're both uh, affinity advantaged. Bringing in a character like uh, Eclipso sort of beats out the fact that these characters are designed in a certain way to beat other characters, but now their affinities don't line up anymore, right? So you're not doing as much damage, you're taking more damage from them. So I think what you're going to have to do then, if you're creating uh, certain types of characters in different affinities, then the answer versions of them have to also be created in the opposite affinities, right? And you get into this... What I think we should see instead would be kind of like what Ion did, where you could have an affinity three, like, let's just say you could have an affinity of, say there's Harley Quinn Magister. They make it so you could gear up separately a whole nother character, which is Harley Quinn Magister Mystic, Harley Quinn Magister Energy, but you can only have one on your team. Oh, I see. So basically, you create multiple affinity versions of each character, and let's say we give them Black Lantern skins. <laughs> and, then, and then you can swap them in and out, right? I could see DCL doing that eventually. It'd be a cheap, easy way to just make new characters that you have to gear up. Mm-hmm. I'm sure a ton of people in the community would despise yeah. it. But <laughs> and it, including this it would one. solve my gearing problem. Yeah. But if you take my idea of having alternate versions of those characters with Black Lantern skins, it's a very great way to make some money. <laughs> so, yeah. By the way, release those Black Lantern skins. <laughs> yeah, so, please. Those things are awesome. Yes. Don't you um, think the rework of Cyborg Superman helps in the uh, campus? Oh, yeah. Let's, 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 I want to get onto that right, right before that, though. Let's talk about Spectre. So, uh, Spectre, what do you guys think about Spectre? Let's go with Bizarro first. This is one of the few characters I ever asked for that I actually got. So, <laughs> just from the perspective of wanting the character for a love of the character themselves, I am so happy. Um, I hope he doesn't become one of those empty characters where you feel like you wasted all your uh, gear and mats. Uh, but I, I am very excited for the character. His kit looks good. He, he looks to me like he has elements of some things like uh, from Black Adam's kit, uh, for instance, where he does his AOE and then immediately follows with the basic. Uh, so I, I really think he's going to be a pure damage character, the way his kit looks to me. Uh, and, but I'm just excited for him as who he is in the DC universe. Awesome. All right. Hey, what do you think about uh, uh, oh, Spectre? Yeah, lost my name. Lost my um, I need a slow gear character. And personally, I'm not real excited for his kit. And I don't like that his basic does physical damage when he's a special damage character. That means it's basically going to be close to worthless. He does have potential. So I, I don't mm-hmm. know if I'm going to regret that or not, but I'm going to wait till the sale comes out, see what my alliance mates who are going to power gear them, I'm sure, suffer all of them well. Bullsy, guaranteed. And then, um, well, and mostly costly, he'll probably be, you know, spending spending some costly <laughs> money on it. And then uh, <laughs> we'll see how, he, see how he pans out, and then I'll debate if I want to gear him, because as you all know, I only have Roz that geared and I, d- I just don't know <clears throat> so i'm probably gonna have to gear eclipso any zero turn taunter is always going to be a character that i will gear just because oh, they're too useful uh-huh. not to have so Spectre. yeah specter is kind of one of those things i don't i just i don't know if he's one of the characters i need i feel like his kit's kind of he's kind of reminds me a little bit of talia where you could really like him or he could flop horribly so i'm really not sure I, i'm really torn on him 
So kind of want right. to wait Fair and enough. see, but he might be a slow gear. All right. I need one. Kage, any thoughts on the Spectre? Not really. No, I, <laughs> I, okay. I don't really, I don't really care for uh, another damage character. He looks like he could be useful for like his utility, turning you down and purging. Um, actually, you know, I might gear him just because of the those aspects anyway, because I do like turn meter based characters. So we'll see. I I like how he he probably slots well. I think he's gonna slot well with characters like Mary, um, because like sort of turn meter manipulation and. Uh, speeding up, and the fact that mystics like don't often do that. I like that. So that's one aspect. And, and his animations are just so awesome. So that, that I want to gear him for yeah. that reason alone. Yeah, I think he'd be a great character for newer players to trying to make it through red alerts. <laughs> to me, turn meter is one of the most critical things for red alerts, and mm -hmm. a character like him yeah. really works well with that. I, I run red alerts on auto with Black Adam, so. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I was gonna say um, uh, about these characters when I saw the second post, the the one with the actual and uh, the the actual pictures revealed, not just the silhouettes. Uh, I mentioned this in the JLR chat, and a lot of people were sort of like saying, "Once you see this, you can't unsee it." And people who are anti Marvel might not like me for this, but when I first saw that, I thought instantly, Green Goblin and Doctor Doom. It really did look like that. That's what I mean. <laughs> there were so many guesses of that. So, uh, yeah, you can't you can't unsee that now, guys. So, <laughs> anyways, um, that is what it is. Let's move on to the reworks. Uh, I'm very very excited for this month for Cyborg Superman and Silver Band. GP, I hope your recording's still going because mine failed. Oh uh, yeah, it's still going. Okay, good. So, uh, so what's it called? The first uh, Cyborg Superman. I'm excited because you know that's my that's who I am on the show. That's my representation of me. And just a little bit of back lore for you guys: why I chose Cyborg Superman is my representation. I'm a Superman fan. Superman is my favorite character. But a lot of people say that when I talk, I sound like a robot. So I went with Cyborg Superman as my character. Um, and yeah, I think it's fitting. I like him as a character too. Um, and the thing about uh, Cyborg Superman that is getting me really excited now, a lot of you guys who know me, uh, especially with the uh, the content that I make on the YouTube or that I was making before and I need to get back into, is I was very focused around special damage. And now Cyborg Superman has been uh, converted to completely special damage. So I can see him being either uh, a huge damage, special damage character like um, like a striker, but I think he's more of a tank, right? Is he? Does he have the Kibo gear set? Yeah, Kibo gear set. Okay, so he's a he's a big tank that doesn't really take much damage since he's crit immune, and he. I assume that his damage is okay, but not amazing, right? I haven't actually tested him. I Darn good. Like he doesn't need to crit, and he can one shot Bane. Oh, really? He is. He, one he is doing some serious damage. He one shots so, Man Bat. Are we talking about his uh, his three? His boulder. His, yeah. th his boulder will one shot Man Bat. Oh his wow. His boulder wow. will actually one-shot any red without a crit. Really? Jeez. Yeah. I even 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 Manbat. Wow. Manbat has yeah. a huge health pool. Okay. It's, wow. It's, it's pretty OP, but uh, yeah. Okay. It's, long, it's a long pool now. <laughs> the I, first I, hit I, he gave me on his basic reminded mostly me that costly. He just got reworked. Mostly costly just said his is. Keep in mind, mostly costly is RB two, and he says shielded Manbat with eight agility ups. It still one-shots him. Jeez. 
So uh, I kind of regret uh, going with Silver Banshee as my gear first. So I'm gonna, I'm, I can't I'm believe that. That's that's no. almost sacrilegious for you. I, I was I was in the process of gearing Silver Banshee anyways. Uh, I was like halfway to gear 11 before the announcement came up, like before we knew about it. So I kind of said, okay, well, I guess I'll finish off Silver Banshee, then start on Super Cyborg Superman. I, I can't believe you don't have Cyber Superman geared already, just based on uh, your icon and. I, I don't I like him as a character, but I didn't like him either for the fact that he had special damage. So I kind of left him at gear ten. But right now hey, he's my, at... my Bizarro is gear seven level seventy gear eleven. So you better get on that. <laughs> my my cyborg Superman's at sixty five right now. So he'll be he'll be there probably by the end of the week. So I'm not I'm not a whale like any of these guys. So I, I take my time with these. But hopefully uh, by the time his alliance week comes up, wait, which week is he in? Is it is he next week? Next wait, week. no. The week That's after. Right. The week after. Yeah. Oh, okay. he's gonna be a siege character though, and he's gonna be a useful siege character since I think he's the only energy character. So. Okay, so I'll get him. I'll get him up to gear eleven for siege. So then, yeah, we'll do that. So, uh, that is what it is. Let's go with Silver Banshee. So Silver Banshee uh, also got an upgrade to her basic, which was physical damage before, which basically did no damage, and now is special damage, which also doesn't do great damage still. Uh, it's okay. It's not bad. It's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So she also got a kit change, obviously, as well, because before striker, now she's a special striker. So that's why you see more damage uh, being focused on intelligence, right? No, she's always been special damage. Oh, she was always special striker, except she was doing physical damage on her basic before. Yep. Oh god, that's why. <laughs> She does uh, so much more damage on her basic than compared yeah. to. I mean, it's not like huge compared to other characters, but cool. it's pretty good. I mean, like, I okay. you, you significant. So, have you seen um, any significant improvements to both Cyborg Superman and Silver Banshee in terms of Gear Eleven gameplay? Hate. Yes, both significant improvements. I haven't played Cyborg Superman a ton, but he's definitely way better than he was. Um, the, I, the little bit I've used him, I've been very impressed. I mean, he's still slow. He works better on slow tanky teams, I think, but I mean, he can kind of slot into anything. I think with the evasion meta returning, potentially he's going to be very useful, but he, his, just that boulder just does so much damage. It's crazy. You know what? And then that turn meter helps a lot. Um, I mean, he's, he's a solid character. You know what? Hey, those, uh, characters like Cyborg Superman and Man Bat will be a way to deter those pesky 10.5ers. Oh, yeah. The, the, they, you can build, I think you're going to be able to build some teams that people that typically could kind of cheese their way with hired gun deadshot um, through matches are going to really struggle against. And then Silver Banshee, she is just worlds better than she was. As long as you're running her with a purger who can bleed, so you're... Um, or your Suicide Squad Deadshot, your um, Red Hood. Red Hood is amazing with her. He procs her non-stop. So I mean, you can freedom. literally... Yeah, yeah, you can... And then she kills somebody, then they die, then you steal all their buffs. I mean, such a big difference with her. She's still super squishy, which is her drawback, but it doesn't matter. You you don't, you, you just enough. protect her with everybody else, and she's significantly improved. I mean, both characters, I would say, were C or D characters. And now they're probably A or B characters. So from what I'm getting is their kits haven't changed uh, all that much, but their gear sets have, and the little touch-ups to their uh, the fact that now their special damage have greatly improved them, right? Their kits overall haven't changed significantly. Well, I mean, 
Cybrick Superman got the turn meter, which makes a oh, big yeah. difference. And then Silver that Banshee was... got the increased. See her before you could never get her AOE to proc from purging, and now with if it's with a bleed, it's seven. What is it, Kage? Seventy or eighty percent when there's bleeds? Eighty. Eighty. Yeah. Eighty percent or ninety. It's eighty or ninety. It's high. Okay. It's high. So you you can. It's high enough that even our us with RNG deficiencies, yep. see it constantly. So all right, that's pretty good. Uh, Bizarro, what do you think about the reworks? I don't have either one of them geared, so I, I can't really say a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, is it my imagination, or was uh, was the boulder throw it used to put um, crit chance downs, and now it gives him crit chance ups, or was that always the case? I think that was always puts, the case. Wait, it puts crit chance down, right? Now oh, it maybe. gives him a crit chance up. Yeah. If I remember. Now it gives him eight or ten crit chance up. You're right. The, la the laser beams. The laser beams always put the crit chance down. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Okay. So they they both they both were doing those things previously. They haven't actually changed, but uh, it's just two different moves that were confusing with each other. So, uh, alrighty. So overall, I think these were pretty good improvements. We'll we'll see uh, once the month gets rolling and. Uh, Hopefully, I'll get lots of uh, playtime with Cybrook Superman. All right, you'll so... be very happy with his changes. <laughs> uh, so probably I'll be on the podcast where we talk about the the meta report on, on Cyborg Superman. Uh, Okie doke. So uh, let's just wrap up the show now, uh, since we're already we're running roughly. We were a bit behind to begin with, so we're okay on time actually. We're like an hour behind. So yeah, but. <laughs> So, uh, in terms of uh, the podcast announcements, uh, what I what I said last month about getting stuff rolling and all the merchandising and all that stuff. So I was I just gonna update you guys on what's going on. Uh, I was in the process of moving. I'm actually back in Canada now, uh, more or less permanently. So you mean you'll be able to make more of the podcast, which would be nice. In terms of timing, yeah, it'll be easier for us too because I'm on the East Coast, uh, the same as Hate. So things will be easier for us to coordinate. <laughs> so in terms of the ringtone stuff first, so we I've gotten access to uh, the Doombox uh, ringtone that I was looking for. I actually just had him record it again. <laughs> and then um, a few other ringtones, one from Joker that I picked up, and then I think there was a couple of other ones uh, that I picked up. I'm going to be releasing at least three or four soon for patrons um, at the $1 or higher level, at the Jimmy Olsen level or higher. So you guys should be getting that at the very least. Um, I'm going to try to do that within the next couple of weeks. Um, my new job doesn't start until the end of October. So uh, then I have for merchandising, uh, we are looking into getting stuff set up on Teespring, um, which is mainly T-shirts and uh, some apparel stuff right now. I'm not sure if they do mugs or stickers or all that stuff, but we'll try and work through that. Uh, the problem right now is the graphic stuff that we're using, a lot of that is was done for like banners like facebook or for youtube or for the album cover art i'm going to try to get some with like transparent background so it, turn, it looks better on a t-shirt so i'm gonna have to talk to my, my graphics guy about that um we do have some stuff there temporarily on our teespring website which i think is teespring.com wrl broadcast but i wouldn't recommend anyone to go buy that right now unless you guys really want to have like an awkward looking t-shirt but uh, we're going to work through that on Teespring. Hopefully, I'm not going to try and make too many promises. Hopefully, by the beginning of November, that should be set up. And then for November, uh, I tried to, to make a promise last time about setting up streaming since we're over the $100 mark. I think most likely we're going to go with Twitch. 
Hey, do you have any idea like versus Twitch versus something like what's the yeah we because we play a lot of us play on iOS. It's so hard to stream from an iPad or iPhone that Twitch is really the only vehicle that really works. Mm -hmm. YouTube we can stream it to YouTube where it records it, Mm -hmm. but there's such a delay that it will we'll we'll be able to upload it to YouTube after the fact, but we won't be able to have it come through the way we want it so twitch seems to be the best vehicle something that we're definitely going to have to forward on i'm going to have to research the new microsoft platform what's it uh mixer that's the one that ninja's on right so oh mixer is awesome oh yeah do you know do you know if it helps if it facilitates streaming from ios i haven't played with that yet but i'll play with it tonight okay i'll get back to you if if mixer turns out to be more ios friendly we might um we'll see either way i know that twitch is reasonable so Twitch works, uh, so. Uh-huh. So again, our plan for that most likely, if we can get things up smoothly set up for November, um, it should be more or less every week. And since there's about uh, four, four to five of us that can stream on a regular basis, it'll probably be us alternating once a week. Um, let's see. So I mean, being once a week, I mean once a month. So that'll be uh, weekly then at that time. Um, okay. So with that, um, any other things before we wrap up the show, guys? No? Got it. Can't think of nothing. Okay, cool. So at the to wrap up every show like we do, uh, let's give a shout-out to LMR107 at the Bruce Wayne level, 2D Tron and Charles L, which is Fry's, at the Lex Luthor level, uh, earning them the topic suggestions each episode and this shout-out. So LMR, uh, you have given us a, a topic suggestion this one. You can for the next one if you want. The same with 2 Tron, who he does every has as he does every month. And Fry's has been kind of quiet, but you, you can get on Fry's if you want, hey. So <clears throat> then uh, we have a special shout out for our newest patron, Quirky Major uh, 1872, who came in as our newest uh, Jimmy Olsen patron. So thanks for your support. And for all you guys who are patrons supporting the show, uh, just a reminder, if you haven't already, message me on uh, the Discord Redditverse server at... Uh, uh, look up JLR uh, DP0427, and I will get you set up with your Patreon roles. And uh, so, again, if you guys want to be heroes like these guys, uh, helping keep uh, the lights on, consider supporting us over on patreon.com slash WROL broadcast. Oh, there's one thing I wanted to mention. Um, Bizarro formed for Alliance leaders a chat specifically or a Discord server specifically for them. So Mm -hmm. if you are a leader of an Alliance, reach out to Bizarro for him to add you to that. Um, Really good idea for basically if you identify a hacker in your Alliance or if you have, you know, some issues with a a certain member or if you just want to correspond with other alliance leaders about certain topics that would apply to you. Seems like it'd be seems like a great idea that Bizarro put together. So I know there's quite a few alliance leaders in that. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, that is all, I think. Any last words, guys? Thanks, everybody. We had a pretty good turnout. Standard didn't even say goodbye, but it was nice to see her here. Um. <laughs> that, was, that, was really, that was really cool really random <laughs> awesome yeah so hopefully we can get uh, Reeves to tune in one day so I know. Uh, well now that I mean before we we're doing like Sunday morning so we need to do it like during working hours and so maybe she'll tune in <laughs> fair enough alright uh, okay well thanks thanks again Bizarro for being on the show and I guess uh, no thanks for having me alrighty then so with that I'll uh, we'll say good night guys
All right, good night, everyone. Good night, everybody. Peace. Good night, guys. Hey everyone, it's 2DTron. Thank you for listening to the WROL Broadcasts. If you like the show, consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash WROL Broadcasts. Me and Hank gotta go, because Kage asked us for some dating tips. See you next time.